guys. Hi. <laughs> uh, you are listening to Talk Crooked, the social justice and comedy podcast where two friends laugh, cry, and rage about an unspeakable subject while enjoying adult beverages. My name is Kay. And I'm Carrie. Go ahead, pause this, get your shot. Let's go. One, two, three, go. Oh. Oh. I don't have a lime. I don't have a lime. Oh. Drink the margarita. Ugh. Mm. Yeah. In case you guys didn't hear, I'm having to. Ch- I don't have a lime because we're <laughs> recording remotely. Mm-hmm. So Kay has her delicious lime. And um, are you eating? Are you some, eating potato chips? No, some of it oh, like got so- stuck in my teeth. <laughs> oh, sorry, <laughs> it looks like you were eating. No, we're recording remotely, so I didn't think to pick up a lime because Kay <laughs> brings a lime, and so I am chasing my tequila shot <laughs> with a margarita because I am a fucking man. So you can do it. I believe in you. Look at this Ugh. giant ass glass of wine. That's amazing. Yep. I have wine for later, too. Mm. Just in case. Mm. That is the last of my giant bottle of wine. I need to go oh, really? another. I've got yeah, some. Yeah, I just bought one today. I've been out for, like, all week because I'm trying to not drink. During the week. As my, yeah, I'm yeah. trying to not, like, drink every night, which is what I usually do. I don't, like, get drunk, but, like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm trying to not, like, have a glass of wine or even, like, just a beer every night because I don't want to drink my calories, first of all, and also, yeah. like... You know, I mean, it makes me kind of unproductive. (laughs) I mean, unless I'm cleaning or something and I've got something to listen to. But Mm -hmm. usually it's like I drink one and then I'm like on the couch. Oh, yeah. Fair. (laughs) And I'm like, let's just watch movies all night. (laughs) And that gets nothing done except for watching movies. No, definitely not. So. (sighs) Okay, well, um happy holidays everybody yeah uh, we're in we the are, middle of that right now yeah we're in a uh a marathon recording sesh right now yes <laughs> <laughs> part one of two and <laughs> yeah wednesday night and sunday night yay during finals week it's great yeah but, but excited. Su- yeah sunday we, i'll be done like we didn't plan well it's all fine yeah it's it's fine. We know n- better for next year now. Okay, so I hope everyone had a great Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> we hope it was lovely. We are, of course, recording this before Christmas, but we mm-hmm. hope you had a lovely holiday. I hope everyone was safe and sane and merry. Were, yes, very merry and bright. And, <laughs> and I hope that you gave your friends and family lovely gifts. Because yeah. this is the season of giving, not getting. So yeah. I will not wish that you got what you wanted. <laughs> <laughs> I will hope that you gave what you gave as much as you or as good as you got or whatever the fuck this the phrase is. Um, yeah. Hope you didn't drink too much eggnog because that's disgusting. <laughs> I've never had eggnog. I so. never have either. It just doesn't look good. No. You know I've heard. Yeah, I've heard that it was very good, but I haven't had one. I mean, it might be good. I truly have no idea. My taste buds change so much. So, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I also, like, we watched Office Christmas Party last night like, <laughs> as we record this. Of mm-hmm. course, this is not the week the week after Christmas. Like, mm-hmm. it is for you guys. But uh, this is, you know, a couple weeks before because we're recording ahead. But yeah. I, uh, we watched Office Christmas Party last night while I was wrapping presents. And there's, have you seen it? 
Uh, no, I tried and I got like really bored. There was too much going on for me. There's a it. lot going on. Okay. So, I hate yeah, movies it's like that. Super like, chaotic comedy. I loved yeah. it so much because I love Jason Bateman and Jennifer Aniston and TJ Miller. But, mm-hmm. um, and it's of course very farcical and just, I, it's right up my alley. I loved it. So, yeah. um, there is a part though where they have this ice sculpture Mm-hmm. And I think it's supposed to be Christmas related, but it's a man, and I think he's holding like a horn, oh, some, like a hunting horn of something. Yeah. But he's only holding like the mouthpiece, and it's down by his side, so it looks like his penis. Oh no! And then the thing is that they pour the the eggnog through the horn so that it gets good and chilled. Yeah. And then you just like take the shot of it in your mouth. Oh. But it's eggnog, so it's white, and it looks like. J- <laughs> Oh my god. It's so funny. <laughs> of course they make Jason Bateman do it and I just love it when he's embarrassed like that. He's such Aww. a good actor. I love him so much. You know, I love I, his brand of comedy so much. I have discovered that I love Bill Hader. Oh my god, yes. Bill Hader is one of the greatest actors of our generation. And yeah, and now I want to watch every movie with him in it. Including Barry. We need to watch Barry, except that it just canceled HBO. It's a it's a TV series that I might actually rent from work. Um Do you oh, do they have it at at work? Yeah, it's only one disc. So I'll just Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, my brother totally watched it and I saw like a couple snippets of it and it's delightful. Yeah, I saw it and And I really want to watch it. Yeah, so um, if you guys don't know what Barry is, um, fucking read a book. And uh, no, I'm just <laughs> kidding. Um, it's an HBO series that Bill Hader's in, and he plays an assassin who doesn't want to be an assassin. He wants to be an actor. <laughs> yeah, like he falls in love with it on a job, and it's really yeah. funny. And, and Henry Winkler's in it. Oh, he's his acting coach. <laughs> That's awesome. And it's so good. It's so good. And of course, there's like always assassins coming after him and like mm-hmm. his partner is like trying to frame him and just like there's so many subplots because he used to be an assassin and it's Bill Hader. So he's delightful. Yeah. I found um, this for a dollar. I'm bringing it to you on Sunday. You have to tell the people what it is. Yeah. So this is Anthem that I recommended that I've recommended to Carrie for over a year. I know mm-hmm. um, it is literally less than 100 pages. I was oh, looking sweet. at it and I was like, I could read this in two hours, maybe if that. That's awesome. Maybe I'll read yeah. it on the way to uh, on the way to the wedding then. Yeah, because it it looks like it's a lot just because she also has an annotated version of it in here of mm-hmm. like her first version of it, and there's like a sixteen page forward, but Whoa. you don't have to read that. Um, well, thanks for the permission. Huh. I said thanks for the permission to not have to read the. Oh, forward. sorry. <laughs> I was just being an asshole. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Um, but no, it's literally that is the actual book right there in the middle. Oh wow, that's yeah. it. Yeah, that's it. Jeez. Yeah. What? Okay, so the rest of it's just extra shit. Yeah, the rest of like this is an anniversary edition, I guess. Okay. And she like has the whole. It's, like, in this tiny print that she's, like, annotated and, like, taken mm-hmm. stuff out and added stuff. And oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's it's really it's really great. Um, Yay! I'm yeah. excited to read it. Yeah. Okay, so let's get started. What yeah. do you say? Yeah, I'm ready. All right, sweet. Okay, so this week... <gasps> I'm excited. I am, too. <laughs> All right, so this week we are talking about... Arson. Arson. 
to start off the new year right. Yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Don't be starting any fires on New Year's, you guys. Yeah, seriously. Um, okay, so let's just dive right in. Yeah. You ready? Yeah, I'm go super ahead. Excited. Okay, so yeah. this is something we definitely had on the list because you know that we love true crime. Mm-hmm. But this is a this is a crime, a form of crime that not only um impacts um individuals socially uh because you know of loss of property and you know things like that but this is something that's affecting um our entire world um yeah so there's just a lot of repercussions to fire um pollution aside and you know um things like that but it's um it's definitely i feel like it's something because of what kind of cause it because of the psychological profile of people who are who do commit arson Mm -hmm. um I feel like that's kind of exp- exp- made exponentially worse by being in such a volatile political climate as we are now, if yeah. that makes any sense. Yeah, it does. Um, so let's dive in. So we're going to start with the definition, okay. of course. So mm-hmm. uh, so arson is a noun, in case you're wondering. <laughs> um <laughs> English nerds. I know. Um, and it's the criminal act of deliberately setting fire to properly. Property. Not properly. Properly. Property. Apparently, I'm already <laughs> drunk. I've had three sips of my drink in a shot, and apparently, I'm already drunk. So, um, okay. So, I did find this really cool article from Psychology Today that talks about um, kind of the big social issue of this. And it also, of course, goes into the profile of the, the people that do this. Um, okay. So I, I cut out quite a bit because a lot of it was talking about Trump being an idiot and I'm just not interested right now. I just can't. <laughs> yeah. I just can't go there. So I mean, yeah. we're already, I fucking can't stand election time. Like I can't, I can't explain. Like I'm excited that we're, we're hopefully, hopefully if, if, if God exists, we'll get another <laughs> president. I hope like, honestly, I yeah. don't even care at this point. I truly don't even care as long as it's not him. Yeah. I don't care which party it's even from. Yeah, I just don't. I want someone who represents our country well. Even if he's made, he has made some great changes. There are things he's done well. We can't call him a total shitbag, of course, because there are things he's done well. But we we cannot. No one can de- can deny the fact that he doesn't represent us well. Oh yeah, no. You know what I'm saying? Not he de- at all. He, and he's you know gross. And you know, there's of course a lot of really shitty and shady things that he's done as well that are inexcusable. Yeah, and, and there's a reason that a, he's getting a fucking impeached. Idiot, so yeah. Oh. <laughs> that's like the biggest thing is that he's a fucking idiot yeah and there, there's a lot of really bad things but there's some cool things that he's done for businesses and for employees like josh got like an extra week of vacation already because of some act that he passed and which is kind of cool and yeah uh not that it pertains to private businesses like where i work but it's fine um, <laughs> even though they love him <laughs> yeah they love him so much because they don't make that he doesn't make them do anything um naturally so, Oh, of course. Um, and you know, I, we, you know that I'm not a Trump supporter. I'm just saying, like, mm-hmm. I'm trying to not like alienate everyone who, <laughs> who <laughs> listens to us. Like, mm-hmm. you know that we are open to everyone's political views here, and we're 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 here to start the debate and to start the conversation. But the stuff that he was saying and that he was quoted as saying and addressing at the beginning of this article was really fucking ignorant. And I just don't have time in my life right now for that kind of toxicity. Yeah. So hopefully he's well on his way out the door because i'm done looking at his stupid orange face (laughs) and because honestly if you have that much money you can fucking afford a tanning bed or something like (laughs) jesus why are you rubbing your own 
self-tanner on and still sporting a fucking comb over. Like, you look... I have said I've never liked him as a person like even before he was president like I've never liked him as a person I've always thought he was a huge fucking weirdo and an idiot yeah so you know like when I found out he was actually to be our president I was just, I, I threw up it was disgusting <laughs> but because I've always said that no one with that much money who looks like he does is sane oh yeah no not at <laughs> You've all got to be absolutely off your fucking rocker so um anyway that aside that's why I decided to cut all of that out and it does get the, but the issues do still get addressed later on in the article so I'm not good I'm not ignoring we're not ignoring it but mm-hmm. I didn't want to talk about his idiotness yeah you know? don't want to quote him on re- here I don't want to repeat yeah I don't want to repeat what he, <laughs> obviously we've talked about how what an idiot he is already but like, yeah I don't want to I just can't <laughs> I can't with his dumbassery right now okay yeah. so um of course arson so most of what I'm pulling from is from an article from psychology today called um inside the mind Oh, hang on just a second. Let me pull it up, actually, because I did not paste the title. Inside the Mind of an Arsonist, mm-hmm. um, which is pretty straightforward. Um, so arson can be used as a weapon of revenge or motivated by some other conniving convert, uh, covert, destructive aim. But fire setting is also an irresistible compulsion for some, which mm-hmm. I found kind of interesting. Um and it's recognized as a form of mental illness. Yes. By the way, being an arsonist yeah. is is a form of mental illness. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if they called just if they just call it that you're an arsonist or or what it is that they call it. I know that a lot of different mental illnesses can contribute to someone being an arsonist. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm just not sure. They they never really put a term to it. So have um, you ever read or watched My Sister's Keeper? Yes. The brother it's in that so fucking sad and i don't think i ever finished it because i just like couldn't handle it it was so fucking sad it's a good movie but my god oh yeah well (laughs) the book is completely different um yeah the book ends a completely different way it's it's a very tragic book it's so Um, sad but the brother and the situation is an arsonist and like he's got a chapter every once in a while where he's like seeing what's going on with his family mm-hmm. and like he's reflecting on that as he's setting these fires and it's like yeah. it's a really interesting perspective to read from. It's very anger based mm-hmm. arson is. Um and so a lot of things I mean, we've talked about a lot of different things on this podcast about different criminal behaviors and different things that can cause that and um I mean, if you just reflect back on the many things that we've talked about, you know, um, I mean, obviously sexual repression is something that can cause a lot of anger in some people. And that is a big one. Um, yeah. Basically anything that really I'm tra- I'm struggling to think of another. I mean, of course, trauma um, being in like you just said, like in a toxic kind of dysfunctional family where you feel so out of control. Yeah. That it angers you because you can't do anything to fix it kind of situation as well. You know, Mm -hmm. and of course, it's not just those. There are many other things and many other contributors and many other different variables to this. But which is what makes it so fascinating to me. Yeah. Of course. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But so let's see here. Uh, I lost my place. Sorry. Um, Okay. okay? So more research is needed, of course. But typically fire, fire setting is viewed not as a distinct disorder, but as a behavior that stems from another deep seated pathology, which is basically what I just said. Yeah. Um, So research shows that fire setters are significantly more likely to have been registered with psychiatric services compared with other criminal offenders. So this is definitely some these are definitely people who have been 
in and out of actual treatment centers have definitely registered with like, like they've registered as in like you have had an issue that's so serious you've been to therapy at least yeah you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. um that's what that means um so and that's they're actually four times more likely compared with other compared with community controls so like more likely to set a fire if you to be a fire setter if you've been in contact been registered i guess is what he's trying to say like so like registered as in like you went to therapy research shows that fire setters are significantly more likely to have been registered with psychiatric services compared with other criminal offenders and four times more likely compared with community controls i don't understand that sentence whatever i don't i don't understand either so like okay so if you've got I don't know. It just, it kind of makes it sound like. I guess it's, I guess what it's saying is that they took a pool from just a community of people and the people who had already sought out psychiatric help or had been hospitalized or it says psychiatric registered with psychiatric service kind of makes me think that it's something more serious than just going to therapy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's what was hanging me up. Yeah. Like, like you've been put on lockdown for some reason or other okay. or something like that. So they are four times more likely to be fire setters than Joe Blow next door. Yeah. Okay. I guess is what it's saying. I think is what it's saying. That's okay. what makes the most sense to me. And that's what I choose to believe. So yeah. uh, uh, <laughs> if we're wrong, don't add us. Just send us yeah, a nice email. Tell me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> nicely. Yeah. Um, but we're very fragile souls. <laughs> <laughs> I have, I literally broke down crying on the phone with a random stranger last week. I could oh, cry at any moment. <laughs> Why? Just, Just on please be nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So between 10 to f- 10% to 50% of patients who are admitted to medium security forensic mental health services have a record of deliberate fire setting. That's a Shit. big old gap though. 10 yeah. to 50. Like that's, that yeah, that doesn't even sound like a fucking statistic that That's can just be made. Like, sometimes people, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> is, what, is basically what that stat just said. Yeah. Um. So basically, I mean, you know, I guess they're talking about medium security, so like pri- imprisoned people, but that is one of the. But I mean, also it kind of makes sense because that's part of the trifecta. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that I mean, that's part of the violent offender tri- or the the serial killer trifecta. It, so I mean, it could be someone who was caught before they were able to begin their tirade. It could be, you know, they were dabbling in burglary or something like that, or yeah. tax evasion or whatever the fuck people do to get a rush. Mm-hmm. You know, to, to get their boner wet. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> uh, interesting so choice setting, of words. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, sorry, I was just listening to Dak Shepard's new podcast, uh, free plug for him which is brilliant and amazing. And he would told a story about how he one time <laughs> he heard something on a, on a movie about some dude, like fucking a bowl of jello. Oh, like that. And he was like, Oh, I bet that would feel good. And like one day he got his own apartment and like fucked a bowl of jello and it like, wasn't as good as he thought. Uh-huh. It just like turned, it just like turned to soup because like your body's hot and jello must be refrigerated <laughs> to hold its shape. And then like, it just like melted into like Kool-Aid soup. And then he, like, his skin, like, had a reaction with the red dye. Oh, no. He he thought he had an STD. (laughs) 
I hate everything that I just heard. <laughs> it was so good. Oh it was so funny. Oh my god. Oh my god. It was so funny. So he like went to a clinic and like the doctor was just like, You don't have an STD. You reacted to the dye and the jello. <laughs> it's just a rash. Oh my god. Can you imagine the look on that doctor's face? Oh no, she was flirting with him. You've got to oh, listen to it. Oh You've god. Listen to it. It's the Mila Kunis episode. Oh my god. We're on his podcast and it's fucking hilarious. Oh my god. Okay. That was an amazing episode too. It's like <laughs> two and a half hours long though. So mm-hmm. um Okay. So anyway, back to this. So fire yeah. setting in adolescence and early adulthood predicts schizophrenia in later life. So it would stand to reason that medium security people I was gonna say earlier, I would think that yeah. schizophreniacs would be a lot more likely to be Definitely. in this camp. Yeah. Definitely. But I didn't wanna I didn't want to make that generalization. Like. Well, yeah, but, and, uh, you know, and generally people with schizophrenia, it just from basic logic, it's, uh, we can, I think we can say pretty safely that people with schizophrenia, f- schizophrenia generally experience a lot of frustration with themselves and with mm-hmm. their lives. And, you know, what do I believe? What do I not believe? You know, and all the delusions and all the confusion that they must feel on a daily basis sounds really, really hard. So it wouldn't surprise me you know they they tend to have outbursts of anger and things like that so it i mean like i said the the root here is anger yeah so it's it just kind of stands to reason so um fire setting behavior is associated with animal cruelty and juveniles which is again another part of the trifecta um the third of course being bedwetting and then we've uh also can link in a head injury (laughs) yeah of course (laughs) um that's another reason to take this seriously which by the way high five america we finally made um animal cruelty a felony so yeah awesome good job one of the few things we've done right good job everybody (laughs) um i was really excited when i saw that um (laughs) it should have always been a felony oh yeah um (laughs) That means that it'll be taken seriously, though. Uh, so much psychology has come out that predicts that animal cruelty shows signs of deep mental instability. So, oh wow, um, that yeah, it, it, and definitely presents itself in a lot of violent offenders, particular murderers, rapists, serial killers, the whole nine yards. I mean, and it's if just, you can catch and that domestic abuser early like, enough, yeah, yeah. So, and but if it's not taken seriously. Mm-hmm. Now that it's a felony, it'll be taken seriously. Yeah. So we'll be able to keep people off the streets and get people help, hopefully, that mm. that need it. That's what I hope. Yeah. I hope that we get the people the help that they need so that they can continue to live productive lives and not just rot in prison. Yeah. I mean, you know that's saying? that's one of the main things that we're about here, like, mm-hmm. is we're all about our mental health. You guys know that. We, um, we want anyone that we talk about on this podcast to get the help that they need. Like, yes, yes absolutely. Uh, and we definitely want the people to pay for their crimes. Oh, yeah, definitely. That deserve to pay for their crimes as well. I'm not discounting, you know, mm-hmm. someone who's murdered a dog. I'm not, I'm not, of course not, because I'm such a dog person to my core. But, mm-hmm. like, I definitely want to make sure that this is then used to for things to be taken seriously so that people recognize this as a serious offense. And so then they would see, okay, so my kid is, like, burning a cat's tail or you know just mm-hmm. the, the the you know the normal signs or you know he dissected his hamster or whatever the fuck you know what i'm saying just like all that fucked up shit that people are just like oh boys that's adorable oh god no and, it's not which like, not now i don't think as much no. <laughs> but definitely like in the 60s and like before yeah they were just like oh you little rascal you 
And of course, and if a woman did that, they'd be like, uh, you need help. It's <laughs> <laughs> not ladylike. Fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So fire setting behavior is associated with animal cruelty and juveniles. Uh, mm-hmm. The other statistically significant risk factors being male gender and the victim of sexual abuse. So it's like a whole, which of course you should know, like we've, we, we both know that like in a mm-hmm. lot of our serial killers that we've talked about on this show, a lot of them have histories of being molested or um, at least beaten, maybe not sexually abused, but at least beaten or sexually shamed. In yeah, some way. beaten horrifically, um, like. Yeah, definitely. And uh, or teased or, you know, just and I don't mean teased like, oh, your face. Like, that's not what I'm talking about. Of mm-hmm. course, we're talking about like true bullying, which is really like super fucked up. Yep. And, um, you and- know, made to feel other in some way. Mm hmm. You know, um, because not all of them were sexually abused, of course. And, of course, being male and being sexually abused or either of the two does not mean that you're going to be a fire starter. Yeah, no. You know, definitely this is part of the cocktail, though. Yeah. Especially if you have a predisposition to schizophrenia or sociopathy or, you know, it's just definitely a red flag to look out for. Mm -hmm. Um, And definitely if you have if you or a loved one has experienced sexual abuse and has not gotten help, please make sure there to to help them find that help um yeah you get the help you need or have a friend help you get the help you need help your friends help your family um of course psychologytoday.com has brilliant resources and they can help you get in contact with a therapist like right away Mm -hmm. um there's and a lot of avenues of online therapy now as well that are very affordable that we're hoping to be sponsored for i'm not giving them a plug until they pay us and um (laughs) and a lot of states actually have like free counseling and services for people who have um been raped or molested or any any kind of sexual like, trauma yeah any yeah. kind of sexually violent crime there is yeah help for that There's readily available there. yeah and it's it's non-judge non-judgmental and if you get somebody judgy you can always switch so. yep mm-hmm. um so right Kay? yep <laughs> All right. So um, arsonists differ from typical violent offenders, though, in being in that they're um, they're generally more socially isolated Mm -hmm. and they lack in any kind of coping skill whatsoever. Oh, uh, which is not great. So generally arsonists are going to be loners. They're going to be people that continue to isolate themselves because they don't know. I don't know if you guys know this, but like people with general depression like me and major depression um, like, hey, um, when you're feeling, when you're in a bout of depression, you want to isolate. Mm-hmm. That's kind of the go-to. You feel lonely, so you want to then be alone and to then wallow in your aloneness. <laughs> yeah, and feed that because it feels, it weirdly feels good because a lot of people with depression have self-destructive tendencies, mm-hmm. and so that's kind of the. Uh, I don't know about you, but that's definitely been my ex- my. My experience. I've um, um I've gotten better about reaching out. Well, right. Um, well, that's what I'm about to say. Is yeah. That what you want to do though is when you feel those things, is you want to reach out. Mm-hmm. That's when you have to make sure that you're not isolating. So these are people that have no clue. Mm-hmm. They feed all of their, all of their little their their dark desires because they don't know how to cope with it and they don't know what to do with all the thoughts that they're feeling. Which is why generally I think it, it makes sense that they're male mm-hmm. mostly because oh sorry I burped. Oh it's okay. Um, (laughs) that's why I think it kind of makes sense that they're male because men in general and I do think things are changing things are Mm -hmm. shifting which is amazing because men should be able to share their feelings absolutely yep Um, but it definitely makes sense especially as far as history goes that men are in general more repressed 
as as humans and so they it, it would stand to reason that that would then cause them to isolate because they're feeling weird and they have weird desires which makes them think nobody likes them and then they're gonna just be alone and do my weird shit and now i'll light the house on fire you know yeah. what i'm saying mm-hmm. um so um and also of course the prevalent the prevalence of suicide is significantly higher um in people like this because of course again they're isolating you're giving into all of your weird thoughts you're not seeking out help you're not you don't know how to redirect your thoughts in any way and it's it's just it's just really upsetting and there are Mm -hmm. definitely ways there are things you can do there are definitely practices you can put in place and habits that you can learn that will help you to kind of redirect your thoughts if you're experiencing anything like that um Uh, which we've both we've both experienced so yeah it's very hard for me to redirect my thoughts especially when I'm in like a really bad um depressive episode like I was having one last night and I had like I had a friend that I was texting for a while and like the thing that I wanted to do was I wanted to do something crazy with my hair and she's like oh honey (laughs) don't don't do that she's like no no. (laughs) wait 24 hours and if you still want to do it you can do it but we're not gonna do that right now you're gonna do something else shave your head or something no like I wanted to do highlights on my hair but oh, no, I don't do that yourself. Yeah, <laughs> I was home alone, but I was Bleach gonna is not like safe. <laughs> yeah, I I was gonna do it. Like I like I was going around getting the stuff to do it, and she was like, "Don't don't don't you dare!" And I was no. like, <laughs> "No, you don't need so, headlights." But like, don't do that to yourself. <laughs> but um, oh like God, I was you would show up at my house looking like a zebra. And I would just be like, "What did you do?" <laughs> There's dye in the closet. Just go to just the bathroom go, and take like, care of your shit. Like I can't. <laughs> I can't yeah. look at you right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like another thing that I ended up having to do was like I like I was in the middle of trying to finish one of my final papers and I just I couldn't do it. I couldn't focus on it. So yeah. I just said, OK, I'm going to stop. I'm going to watch a movie. I'm going to read some fiction that I like and I'll come back to it. And like I was still having trouble keeping those thoughts at bay and well, but that's really um, healthy what you did is you recognized yeah. that you were having trouble and you said okay I'm gonna let myself be unfocused for a little while mm-hmm. and not get frustrated with myself yeah do something I enjoy for a second and take a break and then I'll go back to it later when my head's a little bit clearer yeah yeah I ended beautiful. up having to go to bed like, yeah. <laughs> I, like, fuck it I'll do it tomorrow yeah I like yeah, yeah I was there. yeah I and was okay which is what you learn in therapy. Mm-hmm. I was almost yeah. at a point, though, where I was going to, like, just text the crisis text line and be like, okay, I need someone to help me redirect my thoughts because I can't. Like, I, I was finally able to calm myself down enough to just go to bed. But, yeah. like, I couldn't I couldn't focus on anything. Like, it was hard for me to focus on the stuff that I wanted to focus on. Like, it was, yeah. So, like, I get that it's very hard, but there is a crisis text line that's totally free. Like, if you feel like you can't... Yeah, we uh we actually um share their shit on our Instagram stories a lot. Mm-hmm. By the way, you can follow them on Instagram. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, and then you don't have to talk to anybody. You just get like these beautiful, encouraging quotes mm-hmm. that are also really funny a lot of the time. <laughs> just kind of because you know that's kind of what we're about here too. Yeah. Is, like you can laugh or you can cry, and we choose mm-hmm. laugh. And yeah. You should too. Honestly. Yeah. Honestly. Especially and when can... it comes to depression, like you yeah. should laugh. Cause <laughs> <laughs> and you can also like talk to a real person, which is really mm-hmm. cool. Like they'll text you and they'll be like, "Okay, what's going through your head? Why is it going?" going through your head well look at all these things you were able to do I think that makes you really strong 
Yeah. And, and also, yeah. I mean, I will say, like, texting is great, but there's there's power in saying things out loud. Mm-hmm. And a lot of t- as well, just to throw the other coin in there, because, you know, I mean, I know it's always easier to text mm-hmm. because you get that distance. But at the same time, saying the problems out loud, sometimes, a lot of the time, give them less power. Yeah. And so um, you, you say the things that you're stressed out about, and they're like, it's just a paper. Yeah. So wait, maybe you turn it in a day late. What's the worst that can happen? Are you going to fail the course? No. You know what I'm saying? Like, it mm-hmm. just saying things out loud generally, it like, it helps to kind of diffuse things. And you're like, okay, there's no reason I need to be stressed about this anymore. Yeah. At least for me, it does. Like, I'll list all the things and I'm like, oh, that's only like three things. That's 100% <laughs> doable. It's, it's fine. It's, you know? <laughs> hard, it's just harder for me to like get things out. Because oh, I like yeah. no, of course it's d- down to um, each his own. Like yeah. I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying there's power in saying things out loud. Yes, there is, and I like I totally agree with that. I just like I know from personal experience that I have a hard time verbally communicating what I need and what's wrong. I can write it, no problem. Yeah, definitely. So that's why the texting works better for me because I I can't force myself to say what I'm thinking out loud, but I can text it. That's because fair. then it doesn't feel so, so real. real to me. Yeah, that's fair. And yeah, so like I know that there are other people that have had the same kind of trauma that I've had where I haven't been able to voice what I've needed. And um, so having that text avenue has been a life changer for me. It is one of the only reasons I'm still here. That's amazing. Um, yeah. Also, so, like, you can, um, when it's a text conversation, you mm-hmm. can go back and read it. Yeah, exactly. So. And, and, like, they can, like, they will keep texting you until you feel like you're safe. Like you're safe. Yeah. yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. It's really so. amazing, you guys. Mm-hmm. And definitely when you feel like isolating and you feel like you're alone, that's the time to not be alone. So. Yeah. Definitely mm-hmm. reach out to those avenues. Okay. Mm-hmm. So let's get back on track now. Yeah. Uh, that was a really important tangent. That. I thought that was yeah. really important for us to <laughs> touch on, though, since yeah. we were going to mention suicide. So. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So uh, this is interesting. Mm-hmm. I actually did not know this. Okay. And I'm really excited. Okay. Mm-hmm. Females are reported to commit nearly one third of deliberately set fires. I thought that seemed super high. That that is very high, but also I, think I that's get so it. So high. <laughs> also, You're I fucking, fucking get angry. it. Yeah, yeah, I get it too. Uh, I have it. a I, I, I don't have a candle it, burning. I would, I would never. Well, that's fair. I, I, I do control fires house into a candle though, like. <laughs> But I just thought that was so high. Yeah, like I, it sounds. It, this is like the aggression gap that we were talking about in the mm-hmm. other in a previous episode. Like we're like like the, crime reflects society, and women are becoming more equal, and mm-hmm. so the those numbers are going to start to kind of balance out. And I, I just find that fascinating. That's so, yeah. Here's an here's a prime example right here. Uh huh. Um. So this is so funny. This is such a funny sentence. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, so females are reported to commit nearly one third of deliberately set fires, but less is known about the psycho- psychopathological and criminal characteristics of female fire setters. <laughs> they can't fucking prove it. They can't they catch, can't catch them. us. Because <laughs> they're better at it. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. I'm totally kidding. <laughs> <laughs> There's no better at a crime, of course. Don't come at me. But you know what I'm saying. Okay, but there of course is. you know what I'm saying. Of course you know what I'm saying. You're you're listening to this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't understand that statement, then leave. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, so, <laughs> real quick, do you but have any? <laughs> do you have any stats about like child arsonists? Um. Or is there enough information on that? 
I don't know. I think that's a whole other situation. Okay. Um, they, they've definitely, they've touched, I just, I mean, I touched on juveniles a little bit mm-hmm. up in here about it being a precursor and things like that, but I don't know as far as it being minors, I'm just not really sure. There's probably uh, just not enough information on it because they kind of yeah. have to be protected. Yeah. Um, and that's all volunteered information as well. A lot mm-hmm. of people are less likely to report their kids setting fires. Um, yeah. Especially if they're young and generally, I don't think it's so much in like little kids, um, that's going to be more like the animal cruel- cruelty and bedwetting and stuff. And then mm-hmm. fires generally come later in adolescence. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's just kind of hard to get those stats, especially cause like a lot of times teenagers do things and it's just like treated as vandalism. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's so true. Yeah. There, it, 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 that's a fuzzy group of numbers. And so the, it generally we're looking at adults when I'm talking about this because that's the crime stats like they're mm. they're tried as adults they're charged as adults okay juvenile yeah. records get expunged and you know things like that mm-hmm. so and, or a lot of times they're caught and they get the help they need or which is that's also good that they're expunged so because it's, yeah. yeah it's not oh, fair definitely. to hold an adult to the standards of what they did when of they were they like eight when they were fucking 12 yeah, yeah like no you go to juvie you do your time and then it, you, you get a clean slate, slate when you become an adult which is mm-hmm. beautiful and thanks america for that but yeah uh let's also get our shit together so um <laughs> <laughs> um okay so female fire set- starters i just have like one more sentence about female fire starters which tells you how much emphasis is even put on that <laughs> uh, <laughs> so female fire setters in a recent study we should do female fire setters in another we episode should. another oh avenue Type it in right now. add it right now i will at it right now while we're doing this okay i am um oh god i can't stop burping gross um <laughs> <laughs> fucking carbonation okay oh that's what i get for going back to the caimans okay uh <laughs> but so they're female- so good i know they're so good and we have a whole box for this weekend so yay um, okay, we're gonna so- get we're going to be fucked we're gonna on be sunday fucked i'm gonna be so hungover on monday <laughs> okay <laughs> Uh, and I'm fine with it. And we're also going to eat so much sushi that we're going to explode. So. Yeah. I'm uh, fine so with it. Female, <laughs> female fire setters in a recent study were more often diagnosed with depression, substance abuse, and a personality disorder than male arsonists. So there's that. Yeah. Uh, and all three of those things, I think, make a perfect cocktail to be very angry at life and with yourself. And then yeah. to, for that to then explode into literal explosions and fire so mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> uh and that's all we have about females Woo! Ooh, we'll do, uh, don't worry you guys we're gonna do a whole episode yeah we'll figure it out we're, we're gonna dig oh yeah we're gonna dig real deep we're gonna dig real deep into those vaginas okay <laughs> so <laughs> did sorry, you ever see uh did you ever see those videos of that guy who would like digging vaginas no. no oh my god Kay, what are you watching <laughs> <laughs> he would he would like finger fruits what the fuck? Yeah. Why do you know that this exists? Because it was Googling? it was everywhere. Bullshit. Because like I promise you it was. You were because Googling finger fucking fruit, weren't you? No, I was not. You I were promise sad you. And lonely and you were like, what would it be like if I finger fucked a cantaloupe? No. <laughs> <laughs> I am not a 14-year-old boy. Um <laughs> What would it be like if I finger fucked some jello? <laughs> But no, like this was a, this was a big thing. Um, it was really controversial and his videos got taken down because it was too sexual. Well, but like it. He needs to be uploaded to a porn site. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. That's not ASMR. <laughs> you also, YouTube like, doesn't condone that shit. <laughs> you also weren't, like, on social media at the time where it got really big. So, what, what that does was make sense. When it was, it? I mean, I guess it was a few years ago, like end of 2015 early 2016 i was for sure on social media well like you were but you weren't like actively going oh, on it that's a lot fair. no i really wasn't no. yeah i really try to keep my distance even now like mm-hmm. i get on now purely to do podcast stuff yeah and even then i forget so it's great yeah. it's really fun <laughs> We'll have to revise our contract at the end of the year. <laughs> Just be like, if Carrie misses a social media post after a day, she's fired. <laughs> no. <laughs> Can't fire you. You get one strike. <laughs> and four strikes and you're done. <laughs> Isn't that from... Didn't Michael say that on The Office? I don't know. Two really strikes. Like you're done. He said, fool me once. Is- shame on you. Or shame on me. Fool me twice. Fool me twice. You're strike done. Strike two. Or strike three. He strike says three. strike three. Yes. Yeah. Strike three. That's <laughs> what it is. Okay. Okay. So let's talk about this now. Okay. So firefight fire I keep saying firefighters. We're not talking about firefighters. <laughs> I wish we were talking <laughs> about that, firefighters. We're talking about the opposite of firefighters. <laughs> Though sometimes fire setters can be firefighters, and that's yes. a really cool case. By the way. Yeah. Uh, there's an arson investigator. Is that what you're talking about? Nope. Okay, so there's a really cool true crime story that a lot of um, true crime podcasts that I listen to at least have covered, and it's they fucking have. hilarious and so good. And there's an arson inspector who ended up being an arsonist, and he then yeah. they've like when they figured him out, he he caught he caused like over two hundred. Oh no, more than two thousands, like oh, in yeah. the twenty thousands of fires. Oh wow. That they, and if you know anything about California, like, which we're going to touch on in a second, there's a lot of forest fires out there. Mm-hmm. And, Can't be doing um, that shit. Because they have a lot of droughts, and so they have to be really eco-conscious with their water and shit like that. And so, like, it really put, like, uh, a strain on the community, which yeah. is fucked up. And um, then <laughs> when they finally... Well, sorry, none of that's funny. But what's <laughs> funny is that when they arrested him, they searched his house, and they found a manuscript. Oh, for yes. A, for a screenplay. <laughs> About an arson inspector who is an arsonist. <laughs> because he just can't help himself. The pillow and pyro. Look him up. Yeah. Um, I thought about doing that case, but. Oh, it's, it's so good, though. Yeah. So many it's, people have done it. Yeah. It's been so overdone. Not overdone, but it's been done by so many people. I, so there's many nothing people. that I have new to add. This no. one just happened. I'm so excited! Yeah. Yay. Okay, so, so yeah. let's get through this, and then we'll get to your amazing case. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm so excited that it's one I haven't actually haven't heard of before. I'm, I'm so stoked. very excited about it. I have known about it since it happened, and I'm just ready to talk about it, so. Yay! Yeah. Yeah. Good job. Thank Good you. Good looking out, Kay. Thanks. Uh, I found out today, sorry, this is a big, huge tangent. I found out today that there have been three murders within a, like, 50-mile radius of my house, Oh, um, in the past couple of weeks, there were and one of whom was the liquor store owner who lives down this, who uh, just opened the new liquor store. He got murdered by his father. <gasps> no, he says in self-defense, but I mean, no, no one knows. No, one knows. no. there have no been five different um, like gun 
there have been five different shootings in Bowling Green this past weekend. And yeah, one was nuts. across the street from me. And they still it's haven't caught the shooter. Fucking bananas. I'm so mm-hmm. scared for you. Yeah, we Finish were terrified. <laughs> yeah. Finish school and move out here where people get stabbed. <laughs> um, okay. And left on the side of the road. Because that's <gasps> another one of that just happened. Yeah. This is another one. Oh, yeah. my God. And Terry. then they caught the guy after a 12-hour manhunt or 24-hour manhunt. They oh, caught my the God. Dude. Yeah. It's it's crazy. I didn't know, and I am officially signing up for news updates on my phone because I didn't yeah. know any of this. It's a good None thing of it. that we get automatic updates on, like, news in our town, like, on our phones. Oh, you do. Yeah. Yeah. Like, WPKO, I still get notifications from that from when mm-hmm. I lived in Bowling Green, but I don't have – I don't know what the local news is on out here, so – yeah. I don't really want to get like a Facebook notification for that, you know. So yeah. that doesn't sound super reliable. But well, I, don't know. I um, I Josh's use... news, of course, comes from his parents. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I there's honestly a lot of my news that I get is from a Twitter that's like very big in Bowling Green. That's been big for eight years. Like he, maybe that should be the only thing I follow on Twitter yeah. then, because I can't handle Twitter. Yeah, it's uh, it's, overwhelming. it's Joe Emil. Um, he he listens to the police scanner and then tweets out what he hears oh that's right you've told me about him before. yeah like we follow him talk crooked does um, oh okay so like maybe i should tap into our twitter feed <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i maybe. don't run the twitter account <laughs> okay so uh let's get into this and okay. then we'll get to your amazing case i'm super excited okay, okay. so uh so fire setters appear to be a discreet group of criminal offenders with a distinguishing constellation of psychological characteristics mm-hmm. Um, this suggests the necessity for specialized treatment. Duh. Yeah. Um, so that you can target these individuals in prison before they become offenders. Yeah. Which is super important uh, because, of course, fire setting is definitely, like we said uh, multiple times before, it's indicative of deeper issues that mm-hmm. then um, explode out in the form of most li- mostly murder, domestic abuse, and rape. Yeah. Sometimes all three. Uh, sometimes <laughs> just two. Any combination of those. <coughs> I'm dying. Um, don't die. <laughs> don't Allergies. Die. Uh, what, what would I do? <laughs> what would I do? I would have to throw every, all the equipment away. Uh, <laughs> that would be the end of the show. <laughs> that's uh, it. <laughs> that's it. It's over. Uh, <laughs> I'll, ship a, uh, I'll ship a mic to Amanda. Uh, <laughs> um, okay, so greater... Greater research is needed to guide treatment effectively, of course, because every cocktail is different, um, as we talked about before. Um, but a small study of 63 male and female patients with a history of deliberate fire st- fire setting, published by Tyler and colleagues in 2018, has tracked the efficacy of intervention programs for the mentally disordered offenders. Uh, the results suggest that the treatments significantly reduce the compulsion to start to start fires, but far more research is necessary to extend and confirm this small scale study. Of course, but yeah. that's very promising because and that means when we catch it at fire setting, mm-hmm. and possibly we could extrapolate that um, possibly if you catch animal cruelty at an early enough time, that shit is treatable. Yeah, with therapy, therapy, not even necessarily medication. Just it's therapy. therapy is what this sounds like. And I'm going to say right now, not Probably a combination of both, yeah. but not everyone with a mental illness is going to become a criminal. Oh, like, absolutely not. Never. Um, I, that, that article title just sounded kind of weird. So I just, I want to say just that like 
again, well, we're all about... Well, it sounds like that because arson is a criminal offense. Yeah. And it's also a compulsion and a psychological issue. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. kind of... We're, we're, we're in a gray area right here. But yeah. definitely what what's hopeful mm-hmm. and very positive about the message of this article is that it's very treatable. Yeah. And that it's something that if you catch early enough, the studies have shown that it reduces the compulsion. Yeah. Which is awesome. That's amazing. Yes. Um, because it stems from anger and anger mm-hmm. you can learn to deal with. Yeah. It's very hard, but you can learn to deal with it. It's very difficult, but you can definitely, and you have to learn tools. It's not just a medicine Mm -hmm. for anger. You have to learn tools to talk yourself down. If anyone's in the office, Andy is always talking himself down. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Coming back from 10. (laughs) (laughs) This is where I am. This is what's happening. I am Andrew Bernard. Like, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I have learned to solve my conflicts with words rather than fists. (laughs) And... (laughs) <laughs> and then he gets beat up by Dwight. Yes. No, he runs him over with a car, too, though. So there's yeah. also that. I love Andy so much. Yeah. Andy really became do. a better I person after. Um, Super hard. He became such a better person after he went to anger management, which oh, was a really cool 180 to see. Yes. Definitely. He was super awkward still, but that translated well when he took over for Michael. So. Yeah. So good. Such a good character. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I love someone who's stuck in their past. I th- I find that to be fascinating to watch. <laughs> um, so, da, 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 lost my place, lost my place. Okay. So, here we go. Um, views toward arsonists have changed over time according to a 2018 review of pyromania in western europe between the years of 1800 and 1950 which is a terrible time to evaluate anything if you um, <laughs> you know ask me yeah uh, but it was of course it was observed just by throw Lydia out Dull. all that information oh god i know right <laughs> throw it well, all out none of so, it um, matters <laughs> but that was um that was done by Lydia lydia dalhusen who hmm. was a criminologist at Utrecht university so german western europe so german or yugoslavian or something i i don't i truly i don't know where she is i'm just making assumptions but high five yeah lady scientist Woo! <laughs> yay for female scientists yay Get into the sciences ladies okay we always bring a new perspective so um the data shows that the p- oh, la, 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 bleh, i can't speak what are you looking at Stars being an asshole. Oh, I thought there was a ghost in your room. You're freaking me no. out. Okay. No, sorry. So, She's being an asshole. Sorry. I can't hear it if it okay. makes you feel any better. Good. Your mic's not picking it up. So Good. Um, okay, so the data show... Data? Data? Data shows the pendulum swinging back and forth from being viewed as a crime to being regarded as mental illness. Um, if viewed as an illness, punishing arsonists for a form of insanity becomes an ethical dilemma. Yeah. But there is no doubt, but there is no doubt that more needs to be done to reduce the horrific destruction by fire that society is suffering. So it's it's kind of a catch twenty two of a situation. It's a damned it's if a you do, damned place, if you don't. Yeah. For sure. Um because of course we know that it's a mental illness issue. Mm-hmm. We know that it is. Um unless of course it's just a vandalism situation in which it is purely just criminal, but it has to be criminalized because it's a destruction of people's property. Yeah. And all of, you know, it can also lead to murder at, you, if people are inside the facility that you've lit on fire. There, there's just so many variables there that, I mean, it just, there's so much potential for death and destruction that we have to criminalize it. Exactly. Unfortunately, that's yeah. just kind of the way, the way it has to be. Um, hold, hold on just a second. She's going nuts. Hold on. Star. 
usually if her bowl's food full she'll shut up (laughs) if her bowl's food (laughs) you make her bowl out of food that's really committed of you yeah i did (laughs) i'm such a great mother (laughs) the only bad thing about mom being at the gym tonight is that she cannot babysit the dog so yeah that sucks yeah that sucks okay sorry continue you're good you're good okay hang on let me get this resituated damn it i didn't want to have to edit these k <laughs> okay it's only a little bit that you'll have to i know out. i'll have to remember um text me the number 53 okay because that's the minutes that we're at um okay so uh da, 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 lost my train of thought lost my place okay so um While current debate centers on the influence of climate change on the raging number and intensity of wildfires, less attention is given to understanding the mind of a person who would light the match. Um, Society faces, yeah, society faces daunting challenges of grappling with altering the global climate, but in looking for ways to prevent the devastating destruction of fires sweeping California and elsewhere... Increased support for psychological research and greater mental health services would seem to provide, an, to provide an effective and easily attainable way to fight this inferno, which I completely agree with. Yeah. Um, definitely, we need to look at what we're doing in the environment and we, we need to reduce our carbon pr- footprint as- in an astronomical way. Um, mm. Honestly, everyone else in, the, in our country, in the world, honestly, but not everyone has the resources that we do, which I totally understand. Um, but we need, we all need to try and emulate what California is doing as much as possible. We need to go back to paper. We need to take our reusable bags, um, compost as much as you can recycle. Um, our of course I fucking live in a, live in an area where there's no recycling and all the politicians just pocket all the money that they can. Um, we even have to take our own trash. Like it's great. Um, whatever, uh, to a dump, which then goes to a landfill. And so everything, nothing gets recycled and Mm -hmm. it's just, the wheel keeps spinning i actively watched our liquor store change from paper bags to black plastic black bags so i look like i'm leaving a porn store when i leave the liquor shop and i'm just like so i never get a bag when i go to the when i go to the liquor store anymore Mm -hmm. you know just whenever possible don't get a bag i do that at the dollar store all the time like no receipt no bag keep it yeah our company uh just i guess about six months ago now decided to quit carrying plastic bags like that's amazing yeah they um they quit sending them to us they're like hey just put up these signs let your customers know that we're trying to reduce our carbon footprint as much as we can we're not going to be doing plastic bags anymore anymore that's amazing would you can you imagine the amount of shit that i got for that oh yeah the amount of people that got so mad over that they were they were like well i had never spent a dollar and get a reusable bag they're idiots they're yeah. idiots and they're probably old. Oh yeah. They yeah, they were. And that's not me being ageist, that's me being realistic because no. people who are older do not see the issue with anything that they've done and a lot of times when people are older they see it as an insult to the way they've lived their lives. Mm-hmm. Like what they've been doing is wrong. And it was. Yeah. And part of being an adult is recognizing your mistakes and changing. Exactly. And adapting. So whatever. Uh not saying that we're more evolved, but we're more evolved. So fuck <laughs> you. And uh that's my case. Or my, uh, that's my section. And, um, (laughs) let's all try and just be better. You know, like, I'm not saying that plastic, of course, contributes to this, but, you know, the burning of things like that and the, uh, the landfills and the, the eco system Mm -hmm. that we've fucked up for the last, you know, 2000 years, we really need to 
get our shit together and realize that we have to, I think I was just, I know this is going to sound super millennial of me, but I was watching an episode of Hot Ones uh, yesterday and um, Ashton Kutcher was on and he uh, he responded to something that Elon Musk said about um, creating an inhabitable about how I think Elon Musk said something about how uh, humanity's only chance is to have an inhabitable colony on Mars. And he was like, and Ashton said something really beautiful. He said, I agree, but I also disagree because that impl- implies that the only thing that we can do is leave our planet. Mm-hmm. Um, and instead of pursuing the possibility that we need to create an inhabitable planet and inha- create an inhabitable planet here. Yeah. Um, so that means making a lot of changes and that means doing things differently. And a lot of people, I mean, we're humans, we're not, res- you know, we're, we're resistant to change and it's but people gonna... can learn. I mean, I've yeah, got my you mom can recycling. learn. And I, yeah, recycling is huge. Don't buy plastic containers. Yeah. For your food, like you know, uh, burn as much trash as you can in a controlled way, of course. And you know, because innately, fire does not destroy the environment. It destroys the environment when it destroys all the resources around us. Like mm-hmm. when it kills all of our lumber that we use to make paper products but it kills all the things that we use to make wine and you know that's what hurts our economy and then hurts the environment because people you know what i'm saying it, it's it's it just it keeps going so then like the people that own the vineyards have to then go work at whatever the fuck you know because yeah. they've lost their vineyard and you know maybe they have to go work at staples or fucking walmart or mm-hmm. And not McDonald's or whatever the fuck. That, and there, there, there's nothing wrong with different... that, but but of course we need more plants. Yeah. And when we destroy the plants, we destroy our we destroy our atmosphere, and it destroys our oxygen p- potential. Mm-hmm. We can't be fucking tearing down all the trees and burning everything. Like yeah, no. Fires consume oxygen, and we need oxygen to survive, and that's not yeah. cool. <laughs> and <laughs> you we know need what I'm we need trees and plants provide oxygen. oxygen. Plants yeah. recycle. Yeah, plants recycle the carbon monoxide, carbon dioxide, not monoxide. That's different. Carbon <laughs> dioxide that we put out. Yeah. When we breathe, plants recycle that back into oxygen. We need those in our world so that we can continue to breathe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? And fight the carbon monoxide that our cars put off. And, you know, shit like that. And we need to all be trying to switch over to hybrids and electrical cars and all of that shit. We need to you know, vote down all the fucking oil companies and like, look at the, look at the environment. It's more than your fucking wallet. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And well, also, also, and then here in the, in the fire setting and setting issue, we have to put more money into mental health and we have to be compassionate and people have to feel safe to go and get the help that they need. Yeah. We have to make this world a place where men feel that they can share their feelings or not even if they don't feel like they can share it with their friends or their family, they need to at least feel like it's okay to go to therapy. And I feel like we're making steps towards that. I, I don't know. Maybe that's just because I surround myself with people with similar thoughts. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But yeah. like, I, I feel like it's getting better mm-hmm. and for that. I, but we definitely have a long way to go. I will just say real quick about um, the environment. Like, I, I know that we just put a lot of responsibility on each one of us. And we, we do. We, we all have, have a big responsibility. We all have a big responsibility. But we also have to make sure that we're holding uh, big companies accountable for what Absolutely. they're doing. Absolutely. Um, because that is, that is the biggest part of the problem. Mm-hmm. I mean, we can change what we're doing and, it, and that will help. But big 
companies also really need to change what they're doing because that is what is killing us. We have an entire portion of our beaches here in America that are unusable now. Mm -hmm. Completely unusable and people have died because of a flesh-eating bacteria that has come from toxic waste being poured into the Mississippi River. Exactly. Um, And then is interacting with the salt water down in the Gulf. Mm -hmm. Um, I would really like to not live in a world where I can't go to Siesta Key and get in the water. (laughs) Yeah. Just saying. um, Would also love to not live in a world where we're killing half the ocean population because of our ignorance and our nonsense. Like the coral reef is almost dead. Yeah. Like, I mean, people people get all bent out of shape and butthurt over shit like that. And it's because they're like, it's going to cost more to be more conserve to to conserve to, to be more green, so to speak, or to. You know, they're just like, wow, it's cheaper for me to just dump this shit in the river than re- dispose of it responsibly. We have to dispose of it responsibly. You just have to. Yeah. You just have to. And if that doesn't fit your budget, you don't fucking deserve to be a company. Yeah. No. Done. I don't care what we have to live without. I'll make my own goddamn toothpaste. Fuck. And that's not to say that like toothpaste is a part of this at all. But it's yeah, a big no. toothpaste. It's poisoned <laughs> all of this. It's not at all. It's just the only. This is the funniest thing I could think of. Yeah. But <laughs> the most replaceable thing I could think of. Because you can fucking make toothpaste out of clay and peppermint oil. But, yeah. uh, you know, it's just we just all have to change our mindset. And we all have to show these people that they're not as big and bad and their dicks aren't as big as they think they are. Exactly. And a big dick can only take you so far <laughs> if you don't have a planet to live on with yeah. your big dick. So uh, let's take a break. Okay. You want? Yeah. And then we'll get to yours. Okay. Okay. I have to pee. Okay. <laughs> Yay. I'm so excited. All right. So um, I pulled from a lot of different sources for this information and I kept kind of finding the same article, um, but there were bits and pieces of information from different ones that I wanted to pull in. Okay. So, um, the headline from the main article uh, is nine-year-old charged with five counts of murder and house fire deaths. Nine-year-old? A nine-year-old. And I I read in one of these articles that... um, I think it was from time that I was reading and literally children cannot be held accountable for stuff like this until they're at least 14. Yeah. And this is unprecedented. Precedented. I'm drunk. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) uh, I also haven't eaten much today. I'm sorry. It absolutely isn't is unprecedented because like, I mean, I just literally just listened to a podcast where they were talking about how you you don't start fully retaining memory until you're seven yeah fully retaining i mean obviously we all have bits and pieces mm-hmm. from from before we're seven but i mean uh, that's only two years later like that's yeah. crazy i honestly don't have a lot of memories from before i was like 12 so well, yeah, i couldn't imagine that's understandable <laughs> <laughs> i couldn't imagine being nine years old and being held accountable for this and he's no he's so tiny like he's he's just he's tiny and um he's a literal child yeah literal (laughs) um not even in the double digits yet this happened uh this article like a lot of these articles are from october but this happened in april of this year of this year yeah of 2019 yes whoa but i have a theory um, okay. That I read from some, like I read somewhere online, and I kind of believe it, uh, okay. just because of some of the quotes from the mother. 
I'm intrigued. Tell me everything. So Tell me everything. <laughs> I, I shall. <laughs> I'm so excited. So we're not supposed to have a name for this kid because he's nine. Um, Correct. But his mom let his name slip. Oh, fuck. So... What an idiot. This Why would is, you do that? Yeah, this is the case of Kyle Allwood. Oh, no. Um, I don't trust his mother. Uh, and I'm I'm just going to be upfront and honest. I don't know if Kyle's even his real name. It could just be a name I that I really press, hope that it's not. Yeah, I, I'm hoping that the press has just given him that name. But yeah. I also read somewhere that his mother... Um, let that name slip. But well, we're going to say that it's just Kyle, but yeah. Ugh. Yeah, but like guys, I've read I've literally read 20 articles on this case. Like mm-hmm. I can't even begin to tell you everything that I've pulled from, but just know that I have been accumulating s- knowledge. What kind of stupid cunt lets their son's name slip when oh. his identity is supposed to be kept secret because for his own fucking protection? I'll tell you. Tell me what kind of mother does that because I already hate this bitch. Oh yeah, uh yeah. It kind of sounds like she had it coming. Um, I'm on I'm on Kyle's side. No, it, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it kind of sounds like I'm she might have done it and is blaming it on him. Oh my god, what? Mm-hmm. Okay, tell me everything. Start so, at the beginning. So I'm gonna kind of talk through this article and add stuff. Uh, this the main article is by Deborah Hastings, but I'm okay. adding stuff that I know from other stuff. How dare so. you? <laughs> I'm just trying to be a little different. Um, <laughs> all right. So a nine-year-old child who allegedly set fire to an Illinois mobile home, killing um, three children and two adults, has been charged with first-degree murder for oh each one of those people. God. Carrie, First degree. Mur- oh my he God. he didn't know what alleged meant. Of course he doesn't. He's nine. He he didn't like the judge had to explain that to him. He had to. No one knows what alleged means until they're at least in high school. I know, and like he had to explain to him what premises meant. Oh he my had God, to explain to him what um. There was another word, and I've forgotten it now. Someone's gonna email us and let us know but like another word because that you don't know because it's a fucking hard word and a nine-year-old doesn't know that word yeah and like (laughs) he literally one of the articles that i read painted this picture like he's sitting in a chair and his feet are swinging because he can't reach the floor because he's so tiny asking what alleged means oh my god this is so awful i'm gonna cry okay um keep going. so he also faces two counts of arson and one count of aggravated arson two. um yeah oh. he is charged with five murder counts um and two arson counts Did yeah he light two things on fire yeah he set the whole trailer on fire allegedly but how is wouldn't that just be one I'm genuinely asking. Like, I don't um, know. I don't understand why there's two. I would think so as well. But literally, I can't find a whole lot of information about this okay. case because it's maybe so it's new. two different counts of yeah. arson. Maybe it's like a like maybe it's like a like one count of like lighting a thing on fire and then another count of like using a certain thing to light that thing on fire. Well, I'm, you know what I'm saying? Because like almost, that happens. I'm almost thinking that it's two counts because not only did he destroy property, but he also killed people. Oh, so maybe it's like arson, destruction of property, arson, killed people. Yeah. And then what was the third one you said? Um, 
Five, is it two counts of arson and something else? Two counts of arson and one count of aggravated arson. So Aggravated maybe, arson. Maybe Fuck. aggravated arson is because he killed people. I don't understand aggravated where the Aggravated is counts. like, yeah, ag- that's like aggravated assault. Mm-hmm. Like, and and again I'm like, gonna look it up real fast again he's nine so we he's fucking nine we don't get a lot of information no um they which like, is fair and is yeah. as it should be like we are not complaining about that of no course, exactly i just want to see what this means hang on yeah but like um in this article at the time his name had not been released because of his age and the prosecutor declined to provide additional information including whether the boy and the victims were related so even the okay prosecutor- so here it is i found it okay, okay so it says what is the i i asked what's the difference between arson and aggravated arson so mm-hmm. aggravated arson is a very serious criminal offense an aggravated arson charge is different from arson arson sorry not arson i'm drunk <laughs> um in that the property that was set on fire was occupied by people okay or yeah. the fire caused or created a substantial risk or harm to another person other than an initial offender. Okay, so arson by itself could just be you lighting an empty house on fire. Mm-hmm. Aggravated arson means that there were people inside. Okay. So you can be charged with both, though, because you also lit the thing on fire. Yeah. Okay. But I don't understand what the two different arson, just plain arson t- charges are and i would be curious to know what those are and i'm sure we won't get it until this is fully processed Mm -hmm. because i'm sure this is being contested by a variety of lawyers because this is outrageously insane oh there are a lot of activists what that are going to bat for him which is amazing um there are so many people yeah, he that are obviously to... like i mean if he did it then he obviously needs a lot of help exactly and it's really sad yeah and he needs to be taken out of the environment because that's clearly very toxic he to has him been causing him a lot of frustration and toxicity so yeah well the kid needs to be advocated for the problem it uh, let me <sighs> i just need to know i need i need more information yeah I can fully pass judgment so yeah, let's go so, tell me everything um <laughs> so lay it on me sister and he said it like he set this fire about 11 p.m on a saturday in april in a trailer okay. park so oh. it it could have spread okay. really bad. I bet that's what the second charge is for. Yeah, that's probably why. Because um, it's an, it's it's a it's a catching area, mm-hmm. I guess you could say. It's like lighting an apartment on fire. Yeah. And another thing that gets me about a child doing this is that within minutes the entire trailer was engulfed in flames. How which is he, confusing. What? I that's don't know how he could have done that. Me. That hits me wrong in the gut. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go. That's just an accelerant to me. Yeah. I'm going to go through and name the victims. Uh, of so- course, me as the person with no experience in arson investigation or police training or any <laughs> anything whatsoever, just a passion for knowledge and <laughs> and crime. Like truly, if it co- if it went up in minutes, it sounds like there was an accelerant used. Exactly. So killed were Catherine Murray, who was 69, Jason Wall, who was 34. Rose, oh, Rose Allwood, who was two. Damon Wall, <gasps> two? two. His baby sister, I'm guessing. Nope. No? And Ariel Wall, one. Um, I love the name Rose. I do, too. A two-year-old and a one-year-old? Oh, babies. Two two-year-olds and a one-year-old. Baby girls. Yeah. Oh, no. Two two-year-olds? What was the other two-year-old? Damien Wall. Babies. So, I, I think that... Oh, that's that, awful. Yeah, I think that... 
Damien and Ariel were Jason's kids. Jason was engaged to Katrina, who is um, Kyle's mother. Oh, no. Oh, 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 oh so it, it was goes, a blended family situation? It okay. goes into it. Uh, Katrina okay. was engaged to Jason Wall, and they were the parents of Ariel and Damon. Murray was Katrina's grandmother, and Rose was Katrina's niece. Oh, no, she was fucking babysitting then. And, okay, and the, so, oh, Lord. And okay. the aunt, like the mother of Rose, wants him to be put in juvie. And then she wants him to be put in prison, like, for the rest of his life, which is... That's unacceptable. Not fair. No, and he's nine. He, she's, his brain isn't fully developed. You don't even know what kind of person he's going to be. Yeah, I've Especially got... Especially if he goes to juvie. I've That's got, not how this should be dealt with at all. I've got a quote from her. Um, Her name's Samantha. Um, Ugh. She said, yeah, she wants Kyle to face punishment, which is fair, but this is extreme. Um, I think he should go somewhere until he's legal age to go to juvie. Then I think he should go to juvie and from juvie to prison. Because at the end of the day, whether he meant to or not, he knew what fire did. No, he didn't. He's nine. He's fucking nine. And he sees what he sees what fire does to Wiley Coyote, and then in the next frame, Wiley Coyote is fine. Yeah, because we give our kids a fucked up version of death in this in this fucking culture. Not to shit on Looney Tunes because I love Looney Tunes, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, like, it's just not. He doesn't understand. He doesn't understand, and I know that she's. Fe- I I do sympathize. I mm-hmm. know that she well empathize. I know that she's feeling anger because she's lost her daughter. Yeah, that is very valid, and I understand her anger. Her anger is valid. mm Hmm. It is. However, he is fucking nine. And that's... He does not know what he's doing. He needs help. Yeah. Clearly. And he... Now, that's not to say that if at the end of the help he receives, if he's still a huge asshole... That's and different. still shows tendencies towards things like that. Mm-hmm. That is something for a professional to then evaluate who is an unbiased third party in this instance. Mm-hmm. Not for someone with a direct connection to the case. Yeah, exactly. And he was also, like, before this happened, was just diagnosed with schizophrenia. In nine? At nine. Oh, that's crazy. ADHD. That doesn't fucking happen. And okay, bipolar yeah. di- disorder. You can you can diagnose bipolar at the age of nine. Apparently, you're not supposed to be able to diagnose schizophrenia or I didn't bipolar. Think schizophrenia or bipolar presented themselves until much later, which at least in teens, which at speaks least teens. to which speaks to how horrible this environment for him was. Must have been. And, Must have been if he yeah. was showing signs of this kind of stuff at the age of fucking nine. That mm. mean that even points even further to him not being placed in juvie. Yeah, he, this no. kid needs help. Yeah, he needs he needs therapy. He needs to be out of that environment, and then he needs medication, and then he needs to change his fucking name because his mom's a cunt. Yeah, he is um, a ward of the state right now, which is oh, good. Poor baby. Oh my um, goodness, that means at least he's fostered, right? Uh, I think he is. I'm not sure. I can't find anything to confirm or deny well, that. Well, of course you can't because um, no one needs to know that. I'm no. going to assume. I, I That sounds like he's being fostered. Yeah. Um, he he will be appointed an attorney and will be tried Good. by a judge without a jury. Good. Which, we don't need a which jury. Which helps. Yeah. Yes. Um, if convicted. Hopefully you get a good judge. Yeah. 
if convicted, the boy could be placed on probation for at least five years, but not past the age of 21. Good. Uh, counseling and psychological testing will most likely be part of his probation should he be Absolutely. found guilty. Absolutely. And then move away, change your name, and never talk to that fucking aunt of yours ever again. Or and his stay mother. stay on your meds. Yeah, and then stay on your meds. Yeah. And incarceration. Oh gosh, yeah, incarceration is not on the table, which is good. Good. Um... So good. Oh my God. That's such a relief. So wow. At, yeah. At first, High five America. Yeah. Good job. You got this one. <laughs> so at first I was sympathizing with his mother because she oh just God. lost her family. And she says at the beginning of this other Which article that I found. Valid, and we can all, we can all empathize with that. Yeah. She, I mean, she's gone through a horrible trauma as well. And now like, she's also lost her son and like, I get it. Essentially, yeah. But but it says a lot that he is a ward of the state and not still with her. Yeah. And just her quotes. And just her quotes just real fast. Me. I yeah. want to say this real fast. I'm not shitting on people who live in trailer parks. Oh, no. At all. My husband's family was in trailer parks for a long time before they built their house. Mm-hmm. Some people never live the trailer park. And you know what? Some people's trailers, you can't even tell the difference. And they're way cleaner than some people's houses I've fucking seen. So you cannot judge people on where they live. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying we're not casting any kind of shade on people who live in trailer parks. I'm just saying this bitch sounds like a fucking cunt. Oh, just wait. I'm excited. Okay. Tell me everything. So at first, she sounds like the worst. I'm excited yeah. to be angry. <laughs> at first she <laughs> says everyone is looking at him like he's some kind of monster, but that's not who he is. Good. At I can get on board with that. That sounds like projection. Then, um, then she also said people make mistakes and that's what this is. Yes, it was a horrible tragedy, but it's still not something to throw his life away over. Also agree. Oh, she fucking did it. She absolutely fucking did it. This this new quote. This and I'm sorry, like we're not trying to like start any kind of legal battle. Like we're mm. purely speculating. But she fucking did yeah. it. This this next quote. This next little bit is what makes me think she did it. Okay. She elaborated. I'm sold. <laughs> <laughs> she elaborated that she was in the home when the fire broke out when most of the victims were sleeping and was only able to save herself. Oh, really? I, and this is her, quote, I stood at the window and told my kids I was sorry I couldn't save them. Mommy was right here and I loved them. You know, so at least hopefully they heard that. I told Jason I loved him, and then something told me they were gone. Allwood remarks she doesn't know what is worse, hearing them scream or when it stopped. She fucking did she it. She fucking did it. And is blaming her what son. What mother stands outside the window and listens to her children burning? I'm sorry, but when I become a mother, if this house... Oh, not even if I become a mother. If this house ever went up in fire, you best believe I would be dying getting Hamlet out of this fucking house. Yep. Hamlet and Kitty both. Mm-hmm. And your husband. Like, I mean, yeah, but my children first but, and foremost. Like, yeah, your children first and foremost, exactly. My husband can fend for himself. Mm-hmm. He's fine. Yeah. Like, all I have to do is wake him up and he's fucking mm-hmm. out. You know what I'm saying? And he would scoop up Hammy, too. Oh, yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I would, he'd scoop up Hammy, I'd grab H- Kitty, and we'd all be outside. Yeah. It is not a... You don't get yourself out and then put your hand on the window and say, Mommy's here while you listen to your children fucking die. I'm sorry, What? 
What mother have you seen in anything not have to be held back and restrained from going back into the building to rescue anyone? Exactly. And uh, the thing that bothered me about that quote, um, you and I were talking about this when you were talking about Mindhunter. You know how mm-hmm. that guy was like overly upset? Yes, that's what I'm saying. That's yes. what this sounded like. Read the quote from before again where that starts with he's not a monster. Um let or whatever. See. People are seeing him as a monster. I lost my place. Let me. Let me she it. sounds like a family annihilator to me. Oh, yeah. Which we haven't done an episode on yet, but I'm really excited to do it. We're going Maybe that'll to. be in our next 10. Everyone is looking at him like he's some kind of monster, but that's Stop not there. who he is. Stop there. She thinks he is a monster or she sees herself as a monster. Mm-hmm. When people talk to the press and they try to put up a front, it's always a self-portrait. That's what Sherlock Holmes taught us. That's what everything has taught us. Mm-hmm. You, we're going to go back and see this and be like, she's a fucking liar and she's projecting. Yeah. That's such a transparent fucking sentence right there. Mm-hmm. She thinks she's a monster. Exactly. She's saying, I know that I'm a monster, but if you saw the situation I was in, you would understand. That's what she's trying to fucking say. Read mm-hmm. the rest of it. Um, but that's simply not who he is. But, or, but that's not who he is. Keep going. What else did she say? She said something else. Uh, that, that was the end of that quote. And then she later said, people make mistakes. And that's what this mm. is. See? Yes, it was a horrible tragedy. I'm not tragedy. a monster. Mm-hmm. I made a mistake. And it was horrible. But please understand. But it's still not something to throw his life away over. Absolutely not. She's a fucking selfish sociopath. No, but she's going to throw him under the bus. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. She's Mm -hmm. a sociopath. She's using her fucking son as a scapegoat. That's why she didn't let him die in the flames. Oh, yeah. She needed a fucking scapegoat. Yeah. She's guilty of sin. Oh, yeah. absolutely guilty. And I'm sorry, but if you're living in a goddamn trailer, your kids are close. Yes. You could have grabbed them. Even in a double wide. Yep. They're they're close enough. I get not your grandma. They're close enough. All generally the bedrooms are all on one side. Yeah. And I like I just can't see her getting out of bed and like seeing that the place is in flames and not waking up her fiance and being like, Grab the kids, let's go. I can't I wish, see it. I wish we knew how hot the fire was. Yeah. Because I wonder if any kind of talk screen is available. Yeah for him because i wonder if she if he was knocked out because it that seems out of character for any man to sleep through a fire mm-hmm. um i don't know it just or may, maybe he was drunk you know something something to slow him mm-hmm. because a father will run for his children as well and bust through walls and get the fuck out you know what i'm saying like the thing that bothers uh, me the this most is all is, so out of character the thing that bothers me is the most is the fucking quote um hearing him or i don't know what it's worse hearing him scream or when it stopped but oh she is and i i'm she's so, an actress yeah i'm so mad because there's no focus on her in any of these articles there's no could it possibly have been her no it's all it must be this nine-year-old because that's more salacious yeah yeah that's fucked up yeah i absolutely agree with you i think it's her yeah and, and like i i'm I getting saw, a very diane downs vibe from her yeah right now. i saw a quote on um 
or I saw a comment on one of these articles that was like, she fucking did it. And mm-hmm. like, I kept reading and I was like, yeah, she yeah, fucking did. You don't say did. that. No. You, no, you, you don't, don't say shit like that. No. All of that is very transparent. Everything mm-hmm. that she has said is very transparent to me. And that I, I would have thought that even if you didn't tell me. Yeah. That you thought it was her. Like it. And who allows her child to be thrown under the bus like that? Because it really seems like she's pushing him forward. Mm-hmm. She's pushing him in front of her like a shield. Exactly. And I want to. I wish we, that we knew more about like mm-hmm. the life there. But like you said, she's not the focus of anything. Mm-hmm. So that's what happens when your news becomes media. Yep. <laughs> exactly. Oh, goodness. That's what sells more papers. Oh, fuck. Yeah. That poor little boy. I hope he's happier and gets help. I I just hope that he gets to stay with a different foster family because I'm scared to see what would happen to him if he went back. Definitely. He definitely doesn't need to be with that psycho. No. Um, but... I, I, I hope he finds a family that takes him in and gives him mm-hmm. the help that he needs and gets a therapist that's helpful and that he's able to move forward because yeah. this poor boy. Yeah. And, and again, I'm going to reiterate, um, we are speculating wildly. There is yes. no proof right now to say that she did it, but no. I think she's guilty of sin. I get that when you go through it's just what our guts are telling us yeah Yeah. when you go through traumatic things everyone reacts differently but you don't listen to them scream and do nothing nope no if anything else her storytelling is at least flawed yeah which which, this sounds super prepared too and it makes me feel like she's rehearsed this in her head yep which, and again, points to her having done it because that's yeah. what killers do. They fantasize and then they execute. Yep. And I can't see her talking to the media. To be honest with you, can't see her talking to the media if her kid was the one that did this. Oh, yeah, you wouldn't. And you wouldn't fucking let his if name slip. Everyone was dead and you caught him in the living room lighting a fucking Ouija board on fire, staring at the flames like a zombie. You would still not throw your son under the bus. No. That's not what you do as a mother. Mm mm. You would maybe say, I really, I kind of think he did it by accident or, you know, something. Yeah. You would not do that and then talk to the press like this. No. And, and God sakes, you wouldn't give his name. You wouldn't do it. You wouldn't do that to your baby. Especially not. Oh my God. She's a cunt. Okay. (laughs) I forgot to give you a card. Hang on. Hang on, I'll text you the okay. The thing. And I'm not going to look at it. Okay. Can you hear me? Yeah. Stars being so good right now. I let her I let her in here on my bed so she wouldn't scratch at the door. Okay. All right, you guys. Well, this has been an amazing episode. 
Um, we're going to play a game now. Yeah. Because <laughs> that was right. intense. Yes. All right. So <laughs> I'm so excited for my card. Oh, my God. Okay. So this is our game called Drunks. Uh, not called. I keep doing that by Drunks <laughs> Under Stupid called If You Had To. So it's basically Would You Rather. Um, and I think it's your turn. Yeah. Give it just a second to download. Possibly. There it okay. is. Okay, cool. All right, so I had to text Kay her card because I forgot to send her home with a deck, and <laughs> it's fine. Um, but I think it's your turn to go first. Okay, so okay. if you had to, would you? Be hunted like an antelope by a bunch of wealthy colonial Englishmen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. That's so specific. It's so dark. <laughs> and hilarious at the yeah. same time. Uh, or... <laughs> You're a genius, but you're also a goose. <laughs> I don't like either option. I think I would want to be a goose because at least then I think you'd be smart enough to show a human how smart you are. And then you could like be a sideshow and make some money. And then you can be inside. Yeah. And then you could be inside. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'd, I'd go could, with like, the goose because then be I wouldn't be smart enough to like make the human easy like not you know like calm and mm-hmm. okay with the, the situation and then you could be like oh i know like my colors or whatever and then Aww. you could like do math problems with chalk in your beak or whatever didn't you did you ever read that um that novel about the swan that like was he couldn't speak so he like learned how to write and hung a chalkboard around his neck and wrote to wrote out words Mm-mm. no and then he learned to play the trumpet. It's super Aww. good. I think it's called the Trumpeter Swan. It's really, <laughs> it's a really sweet story. Oh, <laughs> it's of course a fiction novel, but <laughs> oh, I'm now I'm upset. Yeah, it's <laughs> I thought beautiful. it was nonfiction. <laughs> I wanted God it to be real. It. Speaking of which, Call of the Wild is being made into a movie. I'm super stoked. <laughs> Harrison Ford is going to be the main human, and I'm going to cry my eyes out. And so I won't be seeing that at the theater because I will embarrass the fuck out of myself. <laughs> But um, also, real fast, I just want to plug this real quick because I know that this came out the week after Christmas, but I just wanted to plug it really, really fast. Everyone go see Little Women. Yes. Go see Little Women. Uh, it we looks need to su- amazing. I can't it, wait. It, I'm, we are going to see it together uh, for Christmas because mm-hmm. it's important and exciting. And Little Women is a movie that has been one of my favorite movies since I was literally nine, eight, in the single digits of my age. And it is... <laughs> wonderful and um truly a story of sisterhood and love and family and what it means to to be a woman and in any it, it's a timeless story and mm-hmm. it, and it shows the many phases of uh, of womanhood and what society can do to you and how you respond to those to those things, those obstacles. And it's a beautiful story with some incredible actresses. And I'm so excited that they're remaking it. Yes. The Winona Ryder movie was one of my favorites of all time. I'm about to probably watch it tomorrow. I'm not going to lie. Because <laughs> uh, I uh, every time I went to my grandparents' house, I watched it nonstop. And Aww. I'm just so excited to see it reinterpreted. And I- I'm so excited. I mean, so sh- two of our favorite actresses are in it. Saoirse Ronan and Emma Watson. And Laura Dern is going to be their mom. And oh, I think Meryl Streep cool. is their aunt. Like, I mean, fuck it. It's going to be amazing. Oh, so yeah. let's all go and go and support this incredible cast of women and show the box office that this kind of story matters because it's a beautiful story, especially to be told at Christmas. Oh, yeah. 
and with all the meaning around it surrounding Christmas, uh, I mean, you start at one Christmas, you end it with Christmas, and it's Aww. it's just a beautiful and timeless story. And I we we all need to go support it. Yeah, so I just wanted to fully plug that. That's not they're not paying us at all. That's oh, just no. purely from a from a place in my heart that <laughs> that uh, my five year old self wanted me to tell you. So. <laughs> I don't know if it's good even because I haven't seen it, but I know it will be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It'll be great. I'm sure. Oh, it'll be incredible. I'm so excited that we're going to see it together. Yeah. So, um, so also we want to plug the Lexington bookie, you know, that she was on one of our episodes recently. She's amazing. Uh, go give her, go give her book blog a, a click. I'm sure she's doing lots of cool things for Christmas. Yeah. Um, and she's going to have the next 10 episodes of our, of our podcast, you know, suggested soon. And, um, you know, she's got her own shit going on because it's the holidays, but um, yeah. we love you, Amanda. Yeah, and, we, uh, we really do love you. Definitely go check something out. I mean, New Year's, is this is the time for resolutions and new goals, and a, a lot of people make the resolution to read more, and she has an, some amazing reads. Oh, yes. Um, And it, even if you find something interesting, she's critiqued all of them as well, so you can see what she really thinks. She thinks along the same lines as us, and um, a lot of times, not she doesn't like everything that she blogs about, and so you can read about that as well. And so I, th- I find that really refreshing. Yeah. Um, but definitely, so uh, love you guys. Hope you had an amazing holiday. Have a safe New Year's, and remember, you are not a monster. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Thank you for listening to Talk Crooked. Music is by Gisla Niebach. Check out our website, talkcricket.wixsite.com slash podcast for sources and visual aids, as well as resources to get involved. To keep up with our nonsense and stay up to date on all things Cricket, you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, and Facebook at Talk Cricket. To keep the shots coming, access ex- exclusive bonus content, get a free poster, and a shout out on air, head on over to our Patreon. All links can be found on our website. You can listen to us basically anywhere you get your podcast. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. If you have interesting stories relating to our content, please send them to talkcrooked at gmail.com for a chance to be featured on the show. For business inquiries or sponsorships, please email us at carryandkbusiness at gmail.com. See you next time.